Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas and time for another Texas Homegrown Music and I've got a good friend of mine on the show today, Scott Sean White. I say a good friend because I've had him on my show before a few years ago and he's just the sweetest guy. He's been working on a new record. He actually started it with Kickstarter and I got to be a little teeny, teeny part of that and so I told him when you're ready to release it, you got to let me have you on the show so he's kind enough to let me know and we're going to feature it today with three songs off of that and you'll be able to download the whole album in the next week or so and it's just phenomenal his storytelling and his music is just it really moves me and uh, one of my favorite songs that he's got called humankind which we're definitely going to play but before we do i'm going to do a song off one of my older records called wrong man and when we come back we'll have scott sean white and you guys are going to love it
Well, here we are with Scott Sean White. And Scott, I'm really excited about this record. Said you were going to come on when you got it done. So here you are. You know, I know that like most artists now, you've released a few of your um, cuts as singles. And um, we've been listening and playing one of them in particular that it's going to we're going to play again after this first segment called Humankind, which I absolutely love. And course your good friend Helene Cronin helped you with that and singing on it and I got to meet her and she's a doll but I'll tell you um you are a storyteller for sure and your music I don't care whether you can relate to the actual story you're telling or not you're going to relate to the feelings behind it and that's what I love about your music well thank you that's uh that's one of the big uh keys I guess to songwriting you know is the first rule is you got to write what you know and um, and write, you know, real life stuff that you've lived. And um, and even if you're making the stuff up um, or partially making it up, trying to make it uh, stories that everybody else, even if they haven't lived exactly that, um, can relate it, relate to it and uh, and get it and have it trigger something inside of them, you know. Well, um, that this particular song, talking about humankind, I think that um, it made a lot more sense for me even because of COVID yeah. and all the people that were shut in and um, didn't get to see their family and had to go through some real hardships with yeah. um, people that they didn't know, right? Yeah. And, uh, and that song course it, it paints a picture of um and for people that are, haven't heard the song i'm basically going to be telling them about it now but it paints the picture of a young girl that's um you know taking care of an elderly man mm-hmm. and uh, what the feelings are for both you know and and um for all of us as we start getting into these different phases in our life i look at people different now because i mean i'm in my 60s i'm i turned 62 yesterday that's crazy you don't look 62 but um but you know and i don't feel it and i certainly don't act it i've got a whole lot of young in me still but the reality is i do look at life and i'm i'm actually starting to understand that you know i'm getting into this other this last third of my life right and um and i think about the the connections and the relationships that we make with one another and so that song really in particular um off of the three that we're going to say uh play today really hits home with me because it feels like um the journey that we're all headed to or that i'm headed to and i just love the idea behind um what you, you say, the connection, there's always, and I tell people all the time, we're all humans and we need to be humankind to one another. Yeah. And, um, and no matter what our beliefs are, that's pretty much what we're called to do yeah. in this life. We're connecting, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, one of the things I thought about, right. When we wrote the song, we got done with it. One of the things I liked about it was that, um, that you can uh, be somebody in love with Jesus like me, or you can also just be uh, an atheist or an agnostic trying to find your way. And the, the song um, rings true for everybody. For for me as a Jesus follower, uh, it is love one another as I have loved mm-hmm. you. Um, and as just a human, um, it should be common sense. Um and uh, for most folks, I think it is in those moments. And I just love, uh, I've had, we've all had so many examples of little tiny things that people have done for us or that little things that we did for somebody else that we didn't really think about. And they come back later and tell us, man, that had a huge impact on me. And um you just can't underestimate those things, you know, and particularly, I, I mean, we weren't thinking about when we wrote the song, I guess it's about three years old now. Um, you know, it wasn't quite as politically divided and socially divided as, as the world seems to be at the moment. Um, so we weren't thinking about that, but um, it definitely coming out right now, um, you know, is, is something we need uh we need more of. I agree. 
you know. I, I totally agree, with Scott. And I, uh, and and this record, you know, you you've tackled a lot of different things on it. Um, just. Uh, and, and I don't know if that was on purpose or if it was just time for you to do that in your life. Um, because I noticed that there's a lot of people that that have something that they want to say in that particular time of their life. Maybe they went through a breakup or maybe they um, had a baby and, you know, started a family or yeah. or you know, lost something that was dear to them. And so there's certain, you know veins that they really stick with but but this particular record seems like um it's you talking about your childhood you know from you know a dad's garage and mama's kitchen to um and and we're gonna play crazy till it works which i absolutely love that um thank you because it's like everything in life, you know, you think it's one thing until it actually works. And then you go, Oh, it's not, that's not, it's not that at all. Right. Right. But, uh, um, where were you on this record? Is this something that's been inside of you for a long time and you just didn't know how you were going to, or when you were going to put it all together? Cause I know you've been working on this for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, song wise, um, it comes all the way from, there's a couple of songs on there that I wrote in 2008. Uh, the title track, Call It Even, uh, the song called uh, God's Not Me. I wrote both of those in 2008. And then everything else, uh, there are songs from 2019 mm-hmm. uh, on the record. And part of um, the vast scope of it, I think, because you bring up a great point. A lot of the time, especially when our artists are releasing records on a, on a somewhat regular basis, at least, uh, they're, 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 each record is kind of reflective of what's been going on in their life lately, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I turned 53 yesterday. And oh. so, yeah, that's right. We, by the way, we found out yesterday we share a birthday. That was crazy. I was like, what? But, I know. Um, uh, so it's the, I think the wide scope of it is, is from 52 years. Cause that's when I started working on, I started working on the record a year ago. Um, when COVID happened, that's why the record exists. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when I was going to have time to record this record. I kept saying I was going to make, and then COVID shut down the world and, uh, I had time. So mm-hmm. I started working on it and, and I just wanted to put out an album of songs that first of all, that I'm proud of as a songwriter, um, because that's, uh, you know, activity wise, uh, profession wise, that's the core of who I am. And so I wanted to, I wanted to be proud of them as a writer. Um, and as a human, I wanted to put things out there into the world that, that I want to say. Um, and I wanted to put songs out that, that mean something to me, um, and, or made me feel something, you know, cause like dad's garage and mama's kitchen is not my childhood. Uh, it is actually kind of inspired by Helene's uh, childhood, Helene Cronin that I wrote it with. Right. Um, and, uh, but I can totally obviously relate to that song. My childhood is call it even. Okay. Yeah. I re- that's right. Um, I remember with all, the, with all the craziness and, right. and everything. And, um, And then, you know, that song also has my adulthood in it, though, because the song at the end of the day is about forgiveness. Yes. And about coming to grips with the fact that uh, the people that we make to be villains in our lives or make out or we see them as villains, they're not usually they're not completely terrible. And the people that we think are heroes in our lives, they ain't saints. And and that. That took growing up to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I wrote that song, Call It Even, when I was 40. And I always say, you know, I, when I play that song out live, I couldn't have wrote that song when I was 20 or 30 or 35 because I didn't see it that way. I, I freaking hated my stepdad who beat my mom and and my mom drank herself to death. And, and all that stuff was, was hard to reconcile. Mm-hmm. And it was impossible to reconcile until – I did, you know, mm-hmm. in my late 30s and, and 40s, you know. Um, so, and I also like the fact, like I said, that the record is is the old write what you know thing. So it's 
a lot of it's from my personal life, but a lot of it's too, like uh, Leaves, Branches, and Trunks. That is another song that's about a dad. Sounds like it's about a tree, but it's not. Um, it's about a dad, but that's my co-writer, Adam Wheeler's dad. And I brought that idea not even thinking it was about a dad. I was just talking about something I'd seen that morning with a tree and the difference between leaves, branches, and trunks. And, and um, you know, his dad had passed away about nine months before that. And we didn't talk about that that day. But when I told him the story about the tree and the thing I saw, I said, I don't know this. I don't think this is a song. It might be a sermon. It might just be some life truth. I don't know, but here it is. And I told him the story and then we got to the bridge and, and he just spit out that stuff about dad and whoo, man, it wrecked me. And so even though my dad, my, all my father figures were definitely not, uh, definitely not that, um, it, uh, it wrecked me. And so, uh, if it wrecked me or made me feel something, it ended up on and the Yeah, you know, it's going to reach some people. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I love about this um, record. And I, that's why I said there's not, whether you can relate to the exact story or not, you can relate to the emotion behind it and yeah. what it means to, uh, especially, you know, I mean, I remember you and I talking about, cause we had very, we kind of have some similar background and, and the whole forgiveness thing. And I, um, I think we had talked about my mom and me reconciling with her after 28 years. Yeah. And I was, I did that before she died but um well i want to play humankind and we're going to come back and i want to talk about all these texas artists that you wrangled in over covid and got them singing on the record phenomenal i love it and uh, i want to hear the stories behind that so if you're just tuning in texas homegrown music with maylee thomas of course and my guest scott sean white and his new record that's um landing now and um you guys need to get it it's called call it even but we're going to play a track off of it right now called humankind it's probably one of my favorite songs that he's written and i just absolutely love it and we'll be right back with scott sean white he's an old man a hard man who can't hold on to nothing Not his razor, not his temper, not his tongue She's a young nurse, a sweet girl Who comes in every morning Makes his bed, shaves his face, cleans him up
Cause for a little while we forget to give up We remember what it's like when someone walks this road with us The hurt goes away And the lonely fades with just a smile And the gift of a little time Nothing eases you with Scott Sean White. We're going to talk about some of these other um, songs on this new LP, and I still call it that. I'm sorry. But no, I'm that's just, awesome. I love that. Analog girl. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but uh, um, this record called Call It Even, and I didn't even look to see how many cuts are on it. Is there, is there 11 cuts? There's 11, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm digging some of the people that you have on it. And of course I'm a real fan of Will and Crystal Yates. So I want to hear about yeah. uh, famous for sure. So how, so what did you do? You got into the lockdown and you decided, well, I've been talking about doing this record. Now I got mm-hmm. the time. Um, yeah. And did you write the songs and then think in particular about people that you wanted on it? Or did you make some connections with them and say, Hey, I'm writing this song. Would you, you know, what, what do you think? You know, um, since all the songs were written already when I started the record, um, what really prompted that was I called a friend of mine named Barry Dean um, in Nashville who produced one of my favorite uh, records, uh, particularly songwriter records ever, by a guy named Travis Meadows. Have you heard of Travis? I've heard you talk about him. And um, he has a record that he put out, oh man, I guess might might have been 10 years ago or more, called Killing Uncle Buzzy. And it's about his first year of sobriety, Travis's. Okay. Um, and Uncle Buzzy was the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so it's one of my favorite records. Um, and so I called Barry to pick his brain about, you know, tell me something, you know, tell me more about the production of that record. Cause he and I had talked about it a long time ago. Uh, and uh, so, and that I kind of use that album in a lot of ways as a template um, for, for this record uh like first of all that record had one one bout one up-tempo song on it um i have two <laughs> and, uh, and nine ballads right and so a that record gave me permission to do that but anyway to get to the texas uh singers part um barry said something in that conversation that i had never thought of he said we didn't use the same background singer harmony singer on any two songs on that record and i was like what and uh, he said, yeah, because we wanted, you know, we wanted it to be, you know, vocal. You wanted every song to be its own thing? or Its own thing, right? And, yeah. and, you know, wanted to keep it interesting. And so where my mind went was, well, if, if I was going to do that, I would be like trying to figure out which vocal personality and person fit each lyric, right? Yeah. And the yeah. first song that I worked on on the record, because I, I worked on them one song at a time, uh, was Dad's Garage and Mama's Kitchen. And uh, I had been opening uh, several shows for Walt Wilkins uh, in the year and a half leading up to that. Okay. And, you know, we, I mean, we're not friends, friends, but I mean, you know, we're, we've become friends. Uh, and I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll, I can't hurt to ask. So I emailed him and said, hey, man, you know, would this might be crazy, but, um, you know, would you consider singing harmony on a song on my record? I have one that I think you'd be the perfect voice for. And uh, I didn't hear anything from a couple for a couple weeks. And so I emailed them back and I said, Hey, um, if it was completely out of line for somebody like me to ask you, Walt Wilkins to sing on my record, let's just pretend I never sent that email. LOL. And um, he emailed right back. He goes, "No, no, no, man. I'm sorry." He said, "Of course, it's not your record. Send it, send it over." So I sent it down to uh, Ron Flint in Austin, and uh, Walt put his vocal on it. And you know, usually when people sing on that song live, they sing a third above, and and Walt sang below me 
And it was unexpected and absolutely perfect. Yeah, I like it too. So then I thought it just added this very unique flavor and personality to it um, and sound to it um, between singing below me and it being Walt. Um, he has a very distinctive vocal tone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I'd also gotten to know Susan Gibson a little bit. And the second song that I was working on on the record was crazy till it works. And she is so full of life and joy and bubbly and amazing. That I thought, man, she'd be great for crazy till it works. And so, you know, that those are the first two. And I, I was able to email her and go, Hey, uh, Walt sang on my record. <laughs> that is I'm not great. I'm not, that, I'm not shy yeah. about using, you know, <laughs> uh, using that. So she's like, sure, you know. And uh, so she said, like stamp the ball. Right, you know. And so once I got that back, that's when I really was like, man, I should make this all Texas singer songwriters singing harmony on this record, and I should just try to try to find the right voice for each song. And um, so that's what happened, Um, you know, and quite honestly, I think dropping Walt's name every time helped. Yeah. (laughs) You know, when I I emailed, uh, uh, when I reached out to John Randall, who wrote Whiskey Lullaby and Tin Man and and all that, uh, he's a Texas boy who lives in Nashville now, but uh, when I reached out to him, you know, hey, Walt sang on the record and Susan and, and, um, and then uh, Bonnie Bishop and uh, Tina Wilkins. Um, like so which which other, tune is Bonnie on? Uh, Bonnie is on The Broken Part. Okay. Yeah. And Tina is on Humankind. Okay. And um, and that's another one. I mean, it just, it worked out great as I was, and, and I did try, uh, there were some friends of mine that I tried on some of the songs that when I got the part back, you know, the, they're great singers. They were all great singers. Uh, the parts were all great, but for some reason it didn't, it didn't make the hairs on my arm stand up. Yeah. So there were, there were some hits and misses as I tried to find the right voice and the right person for each song. Right. Um, when I got the track back from whoever it was on that particular song and, and the hair stood up on my arm, um, that's when I knew, okay, that's, that's the one right there, you know? So well, um, uh, since we're going to play Crazy Till It Works, I want you to give me a little segue and a little background on that. Um, you know, it, 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 I don't know of anybody that can't relate to it and to the whole mm. idea and the premise behind, you know, <laughs> yep. doing doing things and, and thinking it's dumb and then it, have, it actually works out, you know. Boy. Or, or looking at a situation, I you know, like you go through in your relationships where you're thinking that oh, this is just horrible, and we're just in mm-hmm. such a horrible place right now, and all it takes is the simple, you know what? I'm sorry. I was kind of in a bad mood, and I took it out on you, and I really yeah. sorry about it. And and then all of a sudden, the world, you know, the the fog lifts, and the world looks pretty, and the birds are singing again. You feel good about your relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know that song. Uh, I mean. I'll I'll do it backwards from what I normally do. I'll tell you the real story first, and then uh, then we'll talk about the story that's in the song. Um, my wife and I met because I sold her a car. Um, at, uh, I sold her a car, I, and I like to say I sold her a car in a family for three fourteen a month because um, <laughs> and she just didn't read the fine print. But uh, I sold her a car. We started dating, and uh, and then you know uh, the the cold hard truth of the matter is we got pregnant while we were dating, which usually does not work out. And, um, uh, I definitely wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed and, uh, just in life in general at that point, nobody is in there when they're 20 years old. And, um, but you know, um, we're still here 32 years later and married, you know, over 30 years. And, um, by the, as I always say, by the grace of God and the, and the grace of my wife, we are still together all these years. And um, so the song, though, I wasn't thinking about Brendan. I was on my porch banging on the guitar. I wasn't even trying to write a song. I was practicing guitar. And this the line popped in my head. They got married by Elvis in a drive through chapel in Vegas. And I thought, hmm, that's kind of weird. What's that about? 
So I started running down that road. And um, and I, I had, you know, a chunk of that first verse together when I took it in to my buddy Jared Hard um, to try to finish writing it. And we did. It took it took a few sessions, but we got it. And um, but I didn't even realize I'd put the thing in there about he sold Subarus and Hondas. I, I didn't, didn't realize I'd put that truth in there, although I sold Toyotas. Didn't realize I'd put that truth in there until the first time I played the song out. I'm sitting there playing. I sing through that line. As that line goes by, I was like, oh, I sold Brenda Carr. Check that out. <laughs> so, although the song is completely made up. Yeah, it was definitely predicated on some. Yeah, it's completely life. true at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's completely true for uh, everybody at the same yeah. time because mm-hmm. it's, it speaks volumes about relationship and life and the way you look at things and how um, I just love that. It, it, it's crazy till it works. Mm-hmm. And um, my George and I have lived that. <laughs> yep. you, our life is that. And uh, we can we can totally relate to that line. And, and a lot of times it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially even outside of the relationship part, like especially for uh, musicians, uh, the fact that we have been able to play music for a living is nuts. (laughs) Well, some of us haven't been able to just play music for a living. We've had to do other things as well, which is what we what we do. But the crazy part is is the part that I can totally relate to. And then you know, George, John, JCD, John Christopher Davis, and I wrote a song about about. George and I basically, I mean, he, you know, it started and I, it, the whole thing was crazy is what I need. And, uh, um, and I've heard you play that, huh? I've heard you play that. Yeah. And it's, no, and it's one of those things where, you know, we just, I, I always, I know that I am always going to have to have a little bit of crazy in my life because that's just who I am. And this is like a tornado most of the time, you know, I'm either bringing you in or I'm throwing you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, I like, I love this song and I love the premise and I love, um, the story behind it. And I can think that everybody can relate to it. So I want to play it now for our listening audience. It's called crazy till it works. And it's on Scott's new record called call it even you guys download the whole thing. It's one of those, one of those records that you're going to sit down and listen to, and it's going to bring up a lot of emotion in your life. I promise. And some of it may be really good. And some of it might be a little bit hard, but it's all well worth it because it makes you feel like you're living and that's what I like about your music Scott it makes me feel like I'm going on the journey with you so here we go crazy till it works with Scott Sean White and we'll be right back to talk some more about this new release they got married by Elvis in the drive through chapel in Vegas they knew it was crazy Gave 2500 to a roughneck in Laredo. 
we are back with Scott, and um, I knew you're going to love that song. I know everybody's going to be wanting to know about more more of that um, music. So it's from the record, Call It Even, that he's just dropped. And he's got some live shows coming up as well. You're going to be um, doing your CD release party just in a um, couple weeks here at Love and War, right? Yep. Right in Plano yep. on yep. May 14th. May 14th. Do you, do you have any of the um, singers coming out for that show? Do you know? No. Uh, Helene Cronin is going to do the show with me. Um, okay. It's just going to be me and her doing a song swap. Um, awesome. She's such an integral part of my journey. Um, you know, we both do the Texas to Nashville thing, and, and we play together a lot and write together a lot. Yeah, you guys, so you just you got the road hot for y'all back and forth, huh? <laughs> yeah, we we wear out I thirty and I forty, that's for sure. And then you've got a show um, down in Florida. We want to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm gonna be at. Um, I'm a performer at the Key West Songwriters Festival, which is basically like Music Row in Nashville moves to Key West for you know five days, uh, which is awesome. And uh, I play a couple of shows during that, and. Um, uh, I'm going to hang out at Mile Zero the week before that. I don't play at it, but but I play a couple of shows at the Key West Songwriters Festival um, Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon. So that'll be fun. It always is. Yeah, and you know, you never know who you might run into and make some um, relationship yeah. with. And I, I, I would love to be able to do that more often. You know, more often than not, we're only at a festival because we're playing at it, and you're so mm -hmm. busy, you don't really have a chance to just go chill and listen yeah. to other people. And um, George and I have started doing more of that. We we flew out a couple times in the, before COVID to see some bands that we really dug outside of Dallas, so that we could actually just enjoy the music you mm -hmm. know and um yeah. and it was really really nice we were like why yeah. are we doing this more often um but that that's probably what's going to happen for you at um mile zero well even key west um you know i've been going to that every year for several years now um and my wife goes with me and um at that thing you know i only play two little shows and the rest of the other five days the music starts at 10 or 11 in the morning and it ends at you know the official shows end at midnight or one and then the the picking parties on the beach end about 4 a.m so if you want to do music from 10 in the morning till 4 a.m you can you know um and that's great and just uh you know shorts and flip-flops and and no hurry for nothing and just go kind of the whole key west vibe of hey yeah. yeah hear your friends and discover Wasting some new away in margaritaville <laughs> you know i mean come on it's it's freaking awesome yeah well I, people are ready for it now and i'm hoping that we continue to see the numbers go down that people will go out and get their vaccines and um yeah. let's get ourselves prepared for being around one another again and enjoying music because yeah. I tell you, it's um, we, we talked about it a lot. It was a hard thing for musicians last year to get to a place where we realized we couldn't just go out and play somewhere. Boy. It's the first time in my life that we didn't have that, and uh, really brought a lot of. Um, <laughs> it, it brings you to it brings you to your knees a little bit. Yeah, you know? it does. It stops stops everything. I mean, that's why I got vaccinated too. Like, I need to get back to work. Um, and so I, I'm like, I'm going to do my part to help us get back to work. You know, I can't yeah. complain about it, um, and not, not do what I need to do. So, and I don't want to worry about catching it and yeah, I don't want to worry about catching it and passing it on to somebody, you know, if it doesn't yeah. affect me, it might drastically affect them. So, um, and I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'll, I'll be done with that before I go to Key West, I get my second shot, like five days before I leave. So I'll be it's good. All right. You'll be good. You'll be good to go. Well, um, thanks for coming by Scott and sharing your music yeah. again. And I can't wait to, um, be able to chill out with the, the record with everybody. And, and we'll be playing a lot of cuts on our show. Cause I just love your stuff. And, and I, and humankind's been on my playlist for a long time. I just love that song. That's good. Well, thank you so much. And you are such a sweet human being and the stuff that you write and the stuff that you've gone through. Um, I can tell that you've, you've brought yourself to a place where you have peace about your life and yeah. that's a good place to be in, isn't it? It is. It's it a is. really good place to be in and it's a good thing to share. Thank you for doing that. Appreciate mm -hmm. it so much. So you guys be sure to pick it up. 
Um, it's out there on all the different formats, of course, you know, downloadable. Are you going to press any vinyl? Um, you know, I may later in the year. Um, we'll just see, you know, um, hopefully there's a, hopefully there's a large demand. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's a, it's just a nostalgic thing, and I do I do it with some of my records just because I'm like I said I still have a record player and I still like to drop mm-hmm. the needle on songs every once in a while. There are a bunch of people out there that do. So yeah, yeah I get the question a lot. I'm I'm pretty sure we're going to print vinyl. Um, it'll probably just be this summer or something. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate you. you. And um, it's, we're going to play that beautiful song, Dad's Garage and Mama's Kitchen. And if you guys haven't seen the video, please check it out. He's got an official video out there on YouTube called Dad's Garage and Mama's Kitchen. And we'll be right back to talk some more about what's going on with Texas Homegrown Music. One bear like boat hanging from the rafters, the smell of motor oil. Sawdust and sweat Hot rod engines Hammers and wrenches Old spare parts Spare time will spend But it's six o'clock And not a minute after As supper's ready call Come through the back door Scream Baby's crying Sizzle something crying And grandma's china If we had some company From dad's garage To mama's kitchen Might have been just a couple steps apart You couldn't find Two worlds more different Than that short walk a yard. But between carburetors and casseroles, broken hearts and fishing poles, there was always something needed fixing. In Dad's garage, in Mama's kitchen, just an old pine workbench, an old oak dinner table. Song picked us pot roast politics and Jesus. Most of our problems back then we could solve them with some grit, a little grace, and a lot of grease. From dad's garage to mama's kitchen, might have been just a couple steps apart. You couldn't find. But between carburetors and casseroles, broken hearts and fishing poles, there was always something needed fixing. In Dad's garage and Mama's kitchen.
want to feel it Like a funky boy should So keep on track Of what you need It's only love With no pretty knees on fire show a few weeks ago what a great guy and what a great voice and i loved seeing him open for charlie star of blackberry smoke at the granada here in dallas what a great talent he is well i'm going to close the show today with james land who we're going to have um, on the show pretty soon and this is a song called memory like you you guys if you're in texas don't forget we have tmr 25 coming up on the weekend of june 4th and 5th lots of great bands in downtown mckinney texas get your tickets at tmr25.com and we hope to see you there but until then remember to join us for texas homegrown music right here with maylee thomas love life get out of it what you put into it peace out everybody and we'll see you next time for all the stories behind the texas music and artists we have on the show Home is where the heart is I believe it's true They say it can't come back But I always do I close my eyes and in my mind Papa's with the chickens Sunday breakfast on the stove Grandma's in the kitchen I can smell the frying bacon
believe it's true They say he can't come back 